Uh, when I was in, when I was about 28, one of my friends was into Amway and um, they all his goal setting stuff and he sat me down and he sort of asked me the question that changed all that. He said, you know, Lowry, what do you want to do with your life? There's one thing you could do. And uh, I didn't want to answer it. I was born with several palsy. I have always felt small. I was told not to take risks. I may be blind, but I teach people how to see. And I'm proud to be an individual. This podcast is for you, the unconventional leader. Maybe you are the one that everyone discounted. Maybe you struggle with fear and self-doubt. We are here to empower the next generation of self-starters to step up. Use their voice and make an impact in this world. Hey, my friends. Welcome to today's episode. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we're talking about affirmation songs. Yeah, you heard that right. Affirmation songs songs. Now we're at the beginning of the year, 2020. It's January. You know, most of us have a word of the year. We have some kind of affirmation, all that good stuff. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are too. You're probably a self-help personal development junkie. You have your affirmations up on your bathroom mirror. You got your word for the year. I mean, we know what we're doing here, right? But I've, I've, I've never heard of anyone creating an affirmation song until I met today's guest, Lowry Olofsson. He is a professional songwriter and keynote speaker and is passionate about inspiring people to see greater possibility for themselves and push past their limits. I connected with Lowry a few weeks ago and when he shared with me that he was creating affirmation songs for people, I was like, hey, can you come on the podcast? I would love to do this live for our audience. And today we're actually going to create a song live on the podcast for you. No, I am not singing. You cannot worry about that. I would not do that to you guys. But Lowry has an incredible gift for taking your own words and putting music to them. Now, why is this important? Well, he's going to share with us how putting music to our affirmations actually not only helps us remember them, but also puts emotion into it to help us really feel the affirmation, to really feel our words and put another level of intention to our affirmations and our man- and what we want to manifest in our lives. This was such a fun and powerful experience for me. I really enjoyed it. I laughed so much. I know you guys are going to enjoy it, but I also wanted to just give Lowry a shout out because after this interview was over, he actually recorded the song for me and sent it to me, which was so cool and so generous of him. After listening to this, if you would like to work with Lowry, on your own song for your affirmation or word for the year. Make sure you check out the show notes where I have a link there where you can connect with him and hear more about his work. But before we get started, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, please hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to this. And if you have a moment, if you've been listening for a while, if you have gotten any value from this show, please take a moment and leave us an honest review in iTunes. I'd really appreciate that. All right, my friends, let's get into this episode about creating affirmation songs with Lowry Olofsson. My mom was a piano teacher and my dad played sax. Um, so yeah, no, I was, I remember learning to whistle by trying to imitate the metal arcs out in the backyard when I was like three. That'd be one of my earliest memories of trying to be, you know, to be musical. Did you dream of being a musician one day? I did. Yeah. In high school, that was kind of the thing, you know, I remember telling my dad, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm going to be a songwriter and a performer. And, and dad said, that, that's great. You like music, Lowry, but it's not much of a way to make a living. 
So what did that do to you? Like when you were a little kid, did you accept that or do you, were you like, no, I'm going to do it anyway? Like what was your response? I'd, I'd like to say that I was one of those, you know, people that said, no, I'm more determined, but no, it was high school. And, you know, I think at that point I kind of let go of the dream uh, a bit. And mm -hmm. I thought, okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll do other things kind of. And, um, and so it really, it wasn't until I, I did, I kind of did it on the, on the side, but I didn't really put my heart into it. And I think I just kind of played it safe, really. It was, um, you know, saying, oh, I don't care that much or, you know, or thinking that it wasn't going to happen or something. But uh, when I was in, when I was about 28, one of my friends was into Amway and um, they're all his goal setting stuff. And he sat me down and he, he sort of asked me the question that changed all that. He said, you know, Lowry, what do you want to do with your life? There's one thing you could do. And uh, I didn't want to answer it, but I said, well, you know, I'd I, I want to record an album. I want to have enough songs to record an album. I want to, you know, do all this stuff. And uh, he believed in me, and and uh, and I just started, you know, doing setting manageable goals. And then over the course of my career, I, I mean, I've released nine albums over over that. I've been full time musician since 1992. Wow, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. Well, I guess so. It's quite a while. I'm 66. Yeah. I'm feeling like I'm just starting to hit my stride, really. Hmm. Um, but over the course of that, I've done a lot of things to besides just, you know, playing concerts or, you know, the usual kind of uh, trying to be a star kind of thing. It was, it, it's just not practical. And it's probably not even that interesting because I look at some of my heroes that, you know, have maybe 25 albums. Out and after you think got to get a little bit tedious, you know, that all you're doing is writing and touring and performing and stuff. And and so for me, just a, just out of necessity, I've done... I've done a lot of things where I use songwriting as a way to, um, well, first with kids, I would write songs with kids. And, and I, I did probably 400 workshops with kids where I would write a song in the morning and, you know, two and a half hours, we'd write a song and record it. And then after lunch, I'd do a concert for the, the whole school so that the kids would have a chance to perform their song for everybody. And that nearly killed me because I was not... You know, I was not a kid's entertainer. I was pretty stiff and, and self-conscious and all that stuff. So I really had to grow to do that. And then uh, and then that sort of evolved into doing it, using songwriting as a team building tool and helping and going in and writing songs with organizations where they would write a song that talked about what they did and, and honored, uh, celebrated, you know, maybe the deeper purpose behind behind their work. And so that was also pretty challenging because, you know, you've got a, people who come in sometimes are like, you know, their arms folded yeah. and they don't think they should be there or they think they have nothing to offer. Yeah. But what I love is the transformation that occurs with people when all of a sudden it's like they overcome some obstacle, right? I think that's what drives me. I just love this idea that we can grow and that we can we can become way more than we ever imagined. They freaking men. Absolutely. And we're gonna we're gonna dig into why you think music has that power, but I have to ask you. I think you said you were 28, if I'm not mistaken, when this friend of yours presented this idea of what do you want to be. And I know that many of our listeners are in that stage in their life right now, where they're late 20s, early 30s. They have young families, or they feel settled in their career. They feel so stuck. And the thing that comes up is it's too late. It is too late to go after something that's this crazy, that's this shaky, that's not reliable, that, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Going after some creative thing is so intimidating because you think, who the hell am I at 28, 32, 40 years old going after something when 
really to make a career out of it, you have to start at five years old or seven years old or whatever that story is we have in our minds. What kept you from telling that story to yourself and allowing it to keep you back? Uh, Well, quite frankly, I I don't think I've succeeded in doing that. I think that's the journey that Mm -hmm. we all have. Uh, I think if, what was pivotal for me was when I read Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and she came to Vancouver. I did a couple of workshops with her even. And, but, but what I recognized is that, you know, this voice that stops us, uh, there's just, we're just going to have so much resistance. It's going to be from other people telling you, you can't do it. It's going to be for, but the loudest voice is your own. And, yeah, and word. so, you know, for me, my whole journey, has been and continues to be uh, dealing with the despair and the hopelessness and and the reasons why not and um, the lack of of uh, of faith that you know is kind of the default. Like they say, I mean that's why I, 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 we'll talk about these affirmation songs that I'm writing. But but you know they say that we're five times as likely to have a negative thought as a positive one, right? Five times as likely. So we had this natural default towards hopelessness and despair and not th- and thinking that things aren't going to work out. And so I really upped my game in terms of, you know, physical exercise. Good for you. Diet, you know, uh, the awesome. people I surround myself with and, and the kinds of support that I get, you know, coaching and doing those things. Because I like to me that just you're not going to do it. Uh, it's not just it, the the challenge isn't just you know getting to be a better songwriter or a guitar player or whatever. It, the challenge is to give yourself permission to to do that to to allow yourself to grow and to make mistakes and not you know not kind of give up. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Now here you are. You've been doing this for quite some time. You've been doing it full time. You've pursued your thing, and now you're really passionate about helping other people overcome that narrative in their own mind of who are you, why, why you, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we could talk about that all day. Affirmations. We know what those are. Most people listening to this have some kind of affirmation or a word for the year, or they're kind of spiritual and all that, you know, words are super, super powerful. The stories we tell ourselves are powerful. Why do we add music to the mix of that? My favorite example of that is the Beatles song, All You Need Is Love, right? You know, somebody said, all you need is love. Who'd remember it? There's nothing about it, right? But that's, that's memorable or even, you know, even profound practice. I mean, it might be profound, but, but, but we, we would just forget it. It would, wouldn't even be there. But because they sang, all you need is love, right? And they sang it on one note. So anybody can sing that. A child can sing, all you need is love. It was sung in a, in a way that was really natural. It's sung, you sing it the way you say it. So, you know, they didn't go, oh, you know, all you need is love, right? Mm. They sang it the way you'd say it. They didn't say, all you need is love, right? Mm. All you need is love. It's so it's conversational. That's what all the great singers do. That's how they Mm. sing things so that you feel like this sense of connection, right? And then I, I think... Right after that, all you need is love. Right, all you need is, and everybody's in. Right, love, love. There's this emotional journey that the melody takes you on. Da 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 da
I have a song that I wrote called One Thin Wire. It's about a stallion who's held captive by a wire that came up to his knee, an electric wire, literally came up to his knee, could have jumped it in a heartbeat. And I wrote it, I, I don't know, I wrote it maybe. I don't know, 25 years ago or more. And um, and when I was working on it, I play it for people and they'd say, oh, you know, it's you know, it's a great concept, Lowry, but, you know, it doesn't really grab me. And and, the, and I kept, but I kept on working on it. And eventually I got this melody line. The chorus goes, uh, oh, the pastures he could roam if he only knew just how frail these fences are that tell him what he can and cannot do. And, uh, you know, so the, the lyric was there, right? But the melody was, oh, the pastures he could roam if he only knew just how frail these fences are that tell him what he can and can't do or something. But it wasn't until I went to just how frail these fences are that tell him what he can and cannot do, right? And so the melody, there's this consistency and this integrity and the, the melody takes people, it lifts them. Right in mm. this emotional journey and great songs, you know, somewhere over the rainbow has this expansiveness that's built into the melody. Um, and if they just written somewhere over the rainbow, you know, be pretty small rainbow, right? Pretty not very expansive. So, so for me, when people are using affirmations, you know, you can like, I love this one I heard from a, um, Esther Hicks does. Mm -hmm. heard. Mm -hmm. and, and it's and for me it was a fantastic one because it was um things are always working out for me things are always working out for me i thought okay i started i heard that in a meditation one time and i started saying that instead of like oh there we go again no that's not going to work like all those negative voices and i did it i replaced it by saying you know things are always working out for me and it's like that's kind of good because even if your life's falling apart this sense of you that you know maybe that wasn't meant to be and that your things are always working out and you land on your feet but if i put that to a melody then um and people can do this themselves right people can do this themselves um but the key is to make the melody something that feels emotionally consistent so you don't want to write a melody that's you know things are always working out for me you know? <laughs> right i mean it sounds silly you even laugh right that people think well i don't know anything about songwriting but i'll guarantee you that everybody's gonna laugh if i do that it has right? to feel good it has to feel consistent with what you're consistent. saying. Okay. Yeah, with what you're saying. So there's an integrity, you know, things are things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for me, right? And you have to put a little beat. So that's the kind of thing. And and the, there's no right melody. They're just infinite. You know, it could be everything is always working out for me. It's always working out. It's always working out right so you know when we start to do those and you get in the car and you, you're doing that and, and then that just takes your affirmation to a whole nother level mm, i feel that like i can really feel what you're saying like that makes i i wouldn't consider myself like a musical person or anything like that i love music but it feels right to think like that you can sing those affirmations over yourself and those are going to have those are going to cut to like your soul a little bit more Yep, absolutely. So they reach your heart and they lift you, you know, because it's like saying, I'm depressed. <laughs> you, know, you can't stay depressed. You can say, I'm depressed. And thing, you know, and you're going to stay there, right? But mm -hmm. when you do something to change your state, and then, of course, the other thing about music is that makes it unforgettable. Like my friend said, when my kids were four, I taught them, our, I, I taught them a melody for their phone number. 
So, so they would genius. You know, remember their phone number if they got lost or anything happened. It's you know, three three five two two six four zero four four, right? Whatever so it is. Smart. And so the kids, you know, we know these techniques, and so when you start applying them to affirmations, um, then it's great. And then you know, creating the affirmation itself in the first place, I think, um, is a really useful thing to. For people to do, you know, I, I, when I, uh, somebody suggested I do that one, you know, right? Why don't you just sing an affirmation? Why don't you create your own affirmation and, and then and sing it? And so I wrote this, you know, affirmation for the things that I wanted to manifest. And it's like, like I practically got everything on the list, and it was wow. like, you know, these were not small things. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, maybe there's something to this. Mm. So we're going to do an example here in a minute, but I want to hear about, you, you just alluded to a little bit, but break it, you go into a little bit deeper with me of what brought you to this conclusion specifically about, hey, I want to lean into writing affirmations uh, for other people. This yeah. works. Yeah, because the thing that, uh, you know, there's, there's this sort of thread that runs through all my songs and through everything that I've done. The thing that I love is growth, this personal growth, this idea yeah. that we can live more fully, more more fulfilled, richer, more, you know, have more joy, have, you know, all of the things that make us more mm -hmm. fully ourselves, right? And the thing versus living small and thinking, oh, I could never do that. And, you know, and, you know, I'll just have to stick with this job or, you know, whatever. And so my passion is to help people grow. Yeah. Right. It could help because it's my own passion and I see how much I have grown and how much I, the things that I thought, you know, dad was wrong. You know, music may not. You know, maybe it isn't always financially that rewarding, but it's a fantastic way to make a living, right? Being creative and and uh, it's a fantastic way to make a life, and and mm. for people to prioritize security and income over that. Well, you know, we're still getting looked after, right? We're figuring it out. That's it. I'm so grateful that you said that. This I don't I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show yet or not, but this is the first year that. I have not, and I'm a type A driven type of gal. Like I got a spreadsheet for everything. But this is the first year that I have not made an income goal for the year. And I made a freedom goal instead where I'm like, I want to create a life of freedom where I can create because I love, I love creativity and art and self-expression. And I don't think I've made room for that in my life because it didn't, it seemed kind of like, you know what you're saying? Well, you can't make a living doing that. Why the hell not? Living is more than just money. Yeah. So I really appreciate you saying that. Well, and also you need less money. Like to me, the people that I see buying the most stuff, you know, it's, if creative people are not typically big consumers. You know, yeah. we're not as you know interested in the flat screen TVs and the fancy cars because I don't care if I impress somebody with what I drive. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's not that's not my goal. But you know, I've had some beautiful sailboats. You know, and God, you know, I manifested like you know thirty three foot pilot house sailboats and and things like that. When people say, "Oh, I wouldn't buy a boat," or you know, you're putting all your money, you know, mm -hmm. you, what is it? You know, they it's like sure. or water winter or something. But but you know, it's like that. That has not been my experience. I've found ways that you find things secondhand. You're creative. You do the research. You you figure out, oh, there's a good deal. That don't buy that. Mm -hmm. you, know, you learn as you go, 
And, and, you know, I didn't buy a motorboat that you cost you a hundred dollars an hour to run. I bought a sailboat yeah. that you know, a tank of diesel last you all summer. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Now let's, let's dig in. I want to do that. I want to give you, uh, give our listeners an example. So if somebody's listening and they actually want to, you can say that they can either A, do this themselves, learn how to do it themselves, or B, they can actually connect with you and uh, give you an affirmation, give you something that's meaningful and you can turn it into a song for them, right? Well, I can do that, but I, what I've been actually really liking doing is helping people create the affirmation in the first place. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's because usually people kind of come in and, and they tend they 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 have a lot of ideas and stuff in it. And what I really like them helping them do is to get um, to get clarity, but also to some degree to get permission. Like, yeah, I did one with this woman yesterday. Mm. She was talking about, you know, wanting to be, feel like she was enough and getting paid what she was worth. And, and you know, it was really, they're all kind of timid kinds of kinds of goals. Uh, and at one point, um, I said, you know, being enough, well, I mean, that's a good idea, but it's not very inspiring. You know, I just like, what would you like to be? Oh, I'd like to be enough, you know? <laughs> And, and so at one point she said, well, you know, this is kind of vulnerable for me, but, you know, like the word magnificent comes into this. Oh, wow. Like, and I thought, okay, and I got to read you what we wrote. So we wrote this, um, I'm in the right place at the right time. I honor my gifts and it's my time to shine. Watch out world, because now I see I'm stepping into the magnificent me. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> like, like, I mean, it's it's not ego. It's like it's, it's not it's the magnificent me. It's that part of you that's which which me are you going to step into? The enough me or the magnificent me? Right. And mm. and if we give ourselves permission to do that, well, a magnificent me would be kind and generous and loving and creative and joyful. And, you know, it, that would be a better world if people were magnificent. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So, you know, we can talk. I don't know what you want to do from here. Well, I'm, I'm so grateful that you uh, have that calling to help people navigate through that because um, I was thinking, you know, we had talked prior about, like, okay, let's turn an affirmation into something. And I don't really have an affirmation. I have a word for the year and it have what it means to me. And I think it'll be interesting for listeners to hear kind of how you navigate through for hearing that. So my word for the year is uh, possibility. I feel as though as a creator, I, um, which I've been, you know, the first few years of doing this, I really navigated just like, who the hell am I to do this? And I think I've kind of overcome that part a little bit. Now I feel a lot more confident speaking my truth and being, you know, kind of more out there in the public eye. But now what's difficult for me is I feel as though I, I have been suffocating my own creativity and expansion because I've been looking at what other people think is possible for me because I'm 33. And I, I, I kind of, the reason I asked that question earlier, because that's how I feel of like, you know, is it too late for me to make it in whatever industry because I'm starting quote later, according to industry standards, you know? Um, so this year, the word possibility has been really big for me because I'm like, I want to create from a place of possibility as opposed to a place of realism and what's realistic and what other that limits other people put on me. I want to be crazy, Lowry. I, I want to be like the most bat crazy dreamer you've ever seen and actually go after the really nutso things that don't make sense. So okay. if you can make a song out of that, you are a god. <laughs> 
something out of it. You know, on this, in on this, usually I spend about an hour with people doing that. Sure. You know what I love? What you said is um, just getting started. Hmm. Just getting. So why don't we start with that? Okay. Okay. I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. and for Tom's sake, we can just do a couple of lines of a melody of a song just to kind of get the process going. I don't know how you do it. I'm, uh, I speak my. Oh, how about if let's do something like this? Okay, just this won't be perfect, but it'll be okay. It'll be, okay, I speak. I speak my truth. Um, I speak my truth, and um, I don't know. Give me some stuff. I'm speak my truth. Why would it look like for you to be seen? Unapologetic is a word I love. I want to be unapologetic. I want to be. Um, bold and free free is a huge word to me i love the word free speak my truth and i'm bold and free yeah and i go after my dreams and i go after let's get a that'll be the third rhyme right go after my dream sure going after i'm going after my dream so i speak my truth and i'm bold and free i'm uh, i'm going after my dreams and then let's go i'm just getting started so mm. I need that third line. What are we going to say? I speak my truth. I'm bold and free. You might think I'm crazy, but I'm, I am i don't know if I want to put a negative. Sometimes I think, you know, we should. I don't mind it. <laughs> I kind of like welcome that word a little bit. I'm I'm something and crazy. What would it be? I'm um, and something. I'm crazy. It might look crazy and something. Um, what about, un- can you put in unconventional or is that too big of a word? a word for me i'm a, a too many syllables unconventional yeah that is a lot of syllables <laughs> crazy and wild but i'm going after my dreams i'm just getting started and uh, unapologetically me unapologetically okay i'm just getting <laughs> okay i speak my truth i'm bold and free might seem um i'm going after my dreams unapologetic how about? Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Speaking my truth, I'm bold and free. I'm going after my dreams unapologetic. You are so fast. Like, this was just, like, the fastest. Uh, <laughs> what was your word? Possibility. Possibility. Okay, let's end on possibility. I'm open. I'm opening to possibility. Okay. How's that? I speak my truth. I'm bold and free. Going after my dreams unapologetically. I'm just getting started, though it's crazy and wild. I'm opening up to possibility. Woo! Wow! Yeah. Okay. That's so, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then, melodically, you know, I speak my truth. I'm bold and free. I'm going, I'm going after my dreams unapologetically. Right, we don't need the guitar. You you can have it, but I so I always record my ideas on my little voice memos because I can't remember them otherwise. <laughs> um, this has to be one of the coolest things we've done on the podcast. This is oh, so cool. fun. All right, no worries. I'm, I love doing this. Right, I speak my truth, bold and free. After my dreams, I'm unapologetically. Just getting started, oh, it's crazy. I'm crazy and wild. I'm open up to possibility. Okay, so I don't really like the wild right now. What about free? Because it rhymes with possibility. Crazy and free. Let's do that. Did I already say free? I think I already said free, but we can add two phrases. We have to move it. I speak my truth. I'm bold and wild going after my dreams uh, of free. 
I'm I'm bold and free. I'm going after my dreams unapologetically. I'm just getting started. Um, don't it's crazy. What's another word that rhymes besides free? Um, I just keep thinking of honeybee. Crazy. It's crazy. This is why I don't do this. No, no. no the thing is, that's where you start is with honeybee, and you allow yourself. I used to put like pink grapefruit or something down just because you want to have the bar fairly low. But sure. the process is it isn't to quit. As soon as you say, oh, well, I just come up with honeybee and that's the best I can do. It's not. That's the first thing. And then you think, okay, yeah, but I don't want that. So give yourself 10 mm. rhymes. Mm. Come up with 10 words that rhyme. So, you know, songwriting is it, it, it's, uh, it's something you develop, a skill at. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm not asking people to become songwriters. I'm just, well, actually, I'd like to help them myself, right? I can, right. I'm, I'm happy to work with people and, and go through this process. But if you're doing it yourself, you know, look for the words that satisfy you. Because if you get a sick feeling saying, every time you sing it, think, oh, that wasn't a very good ride. Mm, um, gotcha. It's the point is then you just haven't finished. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you can't do it. It just means you haven't finished. Mm. So what do we got? I speak my truth. I'm, I'm bold. Um, I like bold and free. We can work with the free. one before bold possibility. Unapologetically. I'm just getting started, though. It's crazy. Might sound crazy to me. Might sound crazy, but that's the key. Okay. Let's use that for now, right? This will okay. be one of those things where... So the thing is also, Heather, is that... Um, I change my songs later. I just changed a line in my in my own um, affirmation after a year and a half of singing it the other way. I just was never really happy with that, and I I changed the line. Oh, that's so cool! Now. So for now, just to get yourself started, we're going to say that's crazy. It's crazy, but that's the key, um, or because crazy's the key. How about yeah? Because uh, crazy's the key to living to opening up. To possibility. You so, are so good. No, so awesome. are you, you, but you gave me the word. You gave me the word, right? I wouldn't have got that word on my own. That's, That's cool. why I love the collaboration of creating these things together, right? So I speak my truth. I'm bold and free. I'm going after my dreams unapologetically. I'm just getting started. Because... Oh, uh, what does it say? Because I can't even remember writing. Because crazy is the key. I'm just getting started. Because crazy is the key to open up to possibility. Woo! I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's probably not the greatest melody in the world. But what happens is, you know, after that you tweak it a little bit. And, and at least what it has is it has that emotional quality because i don't want people to get into thinking they have to write these great melodies although that's what i love to do is to write melodies that just kind of you know have a little interesting twists and things that you love when you mm-hmm. sing it's like, oh i love that but for me like that's mine and so if you're thinking like oh it's not perfect but for me it speaks to me so much because those are my words those are words that came out of my mouth that mean something to me totally. and so it's like something i can own like oh that's my song that's and that's the most important thing that you own it and you feel like this and, and it allows you it, it just like talk about supporting yourself in getting past that oh well, it's too late for me i'm 33 well i'm 66 and yeah. I'm thinking, okay, so who are the guys that are still 
performing. Leonard Cohen is in his 80s. Tony Bennett in his yeah. 80s. Guys are singing great. They're doing work that they've never done before. You know, uh, and, you know, for me, I'm just like, I just, why would I quit now? I'm like, all of the learning and all of the training and and all the work I've done, man, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm just, I'm like, you know, just getting started. You know, that's what I love about this idea about I'm just getting started. That's a powerful way to see, you know, it's not defiant, but you know, what's the word called? Bold, right? Yeah. Bold and free. Like, yeah. There are so many people listening and I know that they... They feel so stuck and they feel suffocated and they feel just bound to something. Mm -hmm. And this idea of possibility of being able to tap in and do stuff that they love and make a living from it unapologetically and not feel guilt or shame or self-doubt, et cetera, et cetera. Like conceptually, you can think that, but actually feeling what that actually feels like. Can you just share from your perspective, what is it? feel like to actually be tapped into your calling right now and doing the work that's on your soul to do? Well, you know, it's it's so thrilling because I just feel like this is the most powerful tool I've ever really been able to mm. offer people in terms of, of helping them reach their potential yeah. and and experience themselves and, and stop saying, you know, oh, I could never. And it's not just about, you know, entrepreneurship and career. It's about you know, loving yourself as a person and creating more joy in your life and creating a, the the place where you want to live and the lifestyle that you have mm-hmm. and being okay with that, you know, attracting a, yeah. a love, you know, you know, one of the lines in, in my own mantra is, you know, I, um, I got a house on the water and someone to love, right? That's the opening line. Well, I have a house on the water and in the, you know, and I ended a marriage of 20 years and I'm, you know, now I'm, I'm wonderful. Uh, person in my life and it's you know it's a really yeah. I I don't know I'm not saying it's the mantra but or the affirmation but it sure didn't hurt I I have one last question for you but first of all I just want to thank you so much for not only coming on the show I'm so grateful for that and, and writing that song, that literally made my day it was so cool but also just I'll record it for you and send it to you thank too. you you're so, so sweet you're so yeah. kind but also, I want to just thank you for showing up and using your gifts and your talents. Because when you made that decision at 28 years old to go ahead and go after this, it wasn't just for you. I mean, it it's really was for us too. Like the world getting to experience you creating music and writing these songs is just such a beautiful gift and such a great example for us as creators and unconventional leaders to be freaking bold, friends, and just try and go after it. It's such fulfilling work and it's the calling on your life. Where can people connect with you? And let's say there's somebody who wants to hire you to work on a song for them. Where can they uh, where can they grab a hold of you? Okay, well, um, you know, maybe what uh, uh, Lowry at LowryOllison.com is my email. So that's, that's probably the best. And, and I'm I'm making a page because I'm just launching this you know thing with the affirmation songs. Yeah. Uh, my my slogan, my tagline is "It's your life, make it sing." But I, I guess what I wanted to say though, what struck me is that you know you said when you were saying, well, you know, at 28 you were doing this, it was such a gift to other people. But it's really interesting because at that point, really all I thought about was like proving it and you know becoming rich and famous and yeah. all that stuff. But I get so many, and and neither of those things have really happened. But it's so much, it's so much better. But I can't tell you the number of people who say to me, they'll send me notes, say, oh, Lowry, it's so great to see that you're still living your dream. You know, people that knew me in high school are doing those kinds of things. And I think that when we do that, when people go after those things, 
they become an inspiration. Yeah. We, we inspire each other. And, you know, the kind of thing that you're doing with your podcast, you know, Heather, it's like all of these kinds of ways in which we lift each other up and we just by having, by being bold and free and not stopping ourselves, it, it does more than just get you that result of, you know, changing mm. your life. It also inspires everybody on the planet. Word for having church today, friends. Very last question. Let's say we were to go back in time to that young man when he was wanting to be famous and go after this stuff and, you know, whatever, wherever you're at. And just if you were to sit with him for a moment over a cup of coffee and say, Lowry, let me tell you one thing that I understand now that you don't understand. What would that be? Well, it's interesting because I actually gave this piece of advice to a friend of mine's daughter who was 12 at the time. And she was a pretty good artist. She was, you know, she had a lot of talent and she was a little bit conceited, you know, and she had these drawings and stuff. And I said to her, this is wonderful that you have this talent and stuff, but don't think this is, this is where it starts, where it stops, right? What you have to do is you have to develop it and you have to, you know, this is just the beginning, right? Mm. And so you have to develop and you have to grow and you have to learn and you have to get great teachers. You know, I've had such amazing teachers, but you know, the, the vocal coach that I learned from taught Garth Brooks and Lyle Lovett and, wow. and, you know, Faith Hill and Keith Urban. I mean, I learned more from her in two lessons than I learned from all my other vocal coaches wow. before that practically put together. Right. And, and great songwriting teachers. And, and, you know, to me, the whole idea is about growing. It's about growing. It's not. It doesn't, you know, you don't just get that far. It's like you get that far and then you're already on the next horizon. And my friend's daughter has turned into the most amazing artist and she's, she's expanded way beyond just painting and, you know, they make carpets out of her designs and, and, you know, she's, it's really incredible. And she, she said, you know, she remembers those words. So mm -hmm. I think those are the words that I would probably, I should have said to myself way earlier. Powerful. Don't write down the first line and think, oh, that's no good. I guess I have no talent. It's writing down the first line is the point at which you start to say, I don't, I, what's a better word? Mm. Right? I want to give a big thank you to Lowry once again for coming on today's episode. It was so much fun. If you would like to work with him, hear more about creating your own affirmation songs, check him out at Lowry Olafson. That's O L A S S O N dot com forward slash powersongs.html easiest way just click the link in the show notes and you can check out all the information there thank you Lowry for coming on and friends if you need any additional support in your unconventional journey head over to Facebook type in unconventional leaders we have a powerful community over there and would love to have you a part of it all right my friends I will see you in the next episode Getting started, crazy's the key. And I can open my heart to possibility. Speak my truth, yeah, I'm bold and free. Going after my dreams and apologetically. Just getting started, crazy's the